Oh, friends, welcome to Village Idiots of Christ, where we're nuts for Jesus and just plain nuts. We're in Revelation. It's Revelation Thursday today. I was slept 12 hours yesterday. I was in a deep and abiding coma. We're in what I'm become. What I'm um, what I've come to believe is one of the more significant chapters in Book of Revelation, chapter six. It's it's kind of a a bridge chapter between the old and the new. It's a bridge between the old world of of everything we've known before and what's coming during the tribulation. Revelation 6 is not the tribulation, it's pre-tribulation. Revelation 6 is the birth birth pains and contractions of Christ's return. It has to do with the physical, this is, yes, there are the four horsemen, but they all represent physical, natural things. <coughs> I'm going to go through this, but Rev, uh, Matthew 24 really gets into the birth pains of Christ. And so, I'm going to lay out some stuff. I believe Revelation chapter 6 may have actually started in the last century, or we had a preview of what, what, what it was going to look like. And I'm going to show you something that's amazing. That amazed me. I've just, I just discovered this today. So, first of all, birth pain or a contraction on a woman that's pregnant. What is a contraction? And here's the definition. I looked this up. And the process in which a muscle becomes or is made shorter and tighter. So... Time shortens, and it becomes a stronger, tighter thing. So we see when the birth pains of Christ, of his return, things will become shorter. Things will start happening faster, and things will be harder or tighter. So just out of curiosity, I was thinking about this, because the first horseman, I believe, represents uh, conquering. And so in the last century... And more than any other century before that, in, in the, with World War I, World War II, Vietnam, you had more conquerors that killed more people than in any other century before that. And that's verifiable. You had Stalin that took out, I think, 20, 20, to, 50, 20 to 50 million. You had Mao that took out at least 50 million. You had Hitler taking out 10 million. Um, you had Pol Pot in um, in Laos or Pol Pot, yeah, part of the Vietnam climate. I think he killed four million. Um, so there were a lot of conquerors, and you've got the the father, the uh, you have the the grandfather, the father, and the son uh, in North Korea, um, Kim Il Sung, the Sung family. Um, uh, they they have their own religion of Juch, J-U-C-H-E, which they have declared themselves to be gods on the earth. And they've killed millions, at least and just in starvation alone. So you have tens of millions, well, you have over 100 million people minimum that died with this conquering spirit. But I want you to see something. This is interesting. The three major conflicts, I think we could say the three super major conflicts uh, of the of the 20th century would be... Um, would be World War One, World War II. Uh, excuse me, four four major conflicts. My mistake. Um, World War One, World War Two, Korea, and Vietnam. Now you have had the Gulf War and things like that. But as far as long lasting, involving millions of people and lots of people dying, you had World War One, World War Two, Korea, and Vietnam. Four wars, four big wars. Watch this. I went and looked this up. So I'm not going to give you the dates, but between, I want to show you how things are tightening up, how things are going shorter and tighter. And this is a pattern we're looking at here. Between World War I and World War II, there were 21 years, according to what I looked up on Wikipedia. 
Between World War II and Korea, there were only five years. Between Korea and Vietnam, two years. So you see the conflicts, they, they, they were closer together. And again, so that, that was like a picture of a contraction getting closer and closer together. I thought that was interesting. 21 years, first, world, first two world wars, five years apart, World War II and Korea, and then only two years apart, Korea and Vietnam. So again, I think that may be the part of this process we're talking about in Revelation 6. But Revelation 6 is a picture of Matthew 24. It's the birth pain. These are natural things happening on the earth with the supernatural influence behind it, the four horsemen and things like this. But these only take part over a quarter of the earth. That's why we know this is an antichrist. Antichrist is going to rule over the whole earth. He's not going to share his position with three other horsemen. Antichrist and false prophet are going to rule alone. There aren't going to be antichrist and then three other guys right behind him. No, there's going to be Antichrist and then the false prophet. Revelation 13 is the rise of Antichrist. Bears no similarity to Revelation 6. So I'm laying a lot of groundwork here because because this is important. Because if we are actually living in Revelation 6, if the horsemen have started riding, and you can look at these things, and a lot of this stuff's happening right now, right in front of us. And uh, so let's just jump in here. Again, I know it's a five-minute introduction. I apologize for that. But I found it interesting that the time span between each of the major conflicts in, in, the, in the last century shortened. And I think that's significant. I think that's a pattern and a picture of what God's trying to show us. So let's jump into six. This is the opening of the seven seals. And I get it. You know, these are seven seals opened by Christ. The six here in this chapter and the final one, Revelation 8, 1, is the final seal broken. So I get it that people go, okay, this must be the tribulation because Jesus is breaking seals like the, like the trumpet judgments, like the bowl judgments. But we got to remember there is a period of time called the birth pains of Christ and its physical disasters. And that's what we're seeing here. So let's look at this. I watched as the Lamb open the first of the seven seals. Then I heard one of the four living creatures say in a voice like thunder, Come. I looked, and there before me was a white horse. Its rider held a bow and is given a crown, and he rode out as a conqueror bent on conquest. This is constantly referred to as the Antichrist. Absolutely not. The Antichrist is not going to be working directly for God, and this is God or Christ sending this person out. He's going to be working directly for Satan, who is standing on the sea of the shore, watching him rise out of the sea, which uh, which just signifies part of the earth. So Antichrist, who is going to blaspheme God and curse God, is not working directly for God. This cannot be the Antichrist. Impossible. Because you go to Revelation 13, again, it does not look like this at all. This is the spirit of conquering. And again, I gave you the list. Mao, Lenin, uh, Hitler, um, Pol Pot, and, and uh, the whole North Korean family. Lots of conquering. Again, again, these guys may have been pre. We may have seen these guys here may represent Xi. It may be Putin and, and others that are coming behind them. But it's that spirit of, of wanting to control everything. These guys also may represent people like Bill Gates and Warren Buffett. Not Warren Buffett. I don't want to say Warren Buffett. But Bill Gates, George Soros, um, Klaus Schwab. These guys want to conquer in a different way. They want to conquer with vaccines. They want to conquer without war. They don't want to conquer. No, no, no. They don't want to destroy everything. They want the infrastructure left so when the half a billion people are left on the earth, 
You know, they'll have an infrastructure to work with. They'll have cities. This is a, I mean, this could be, this doesn't necessarily have to represent war and concrete. And that's why, because it's, 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 it's just unimaginable what's happened in the last couple of years. The entire world shut down for the first time in human history. The whole world shut down for one cause. Even in World War II and Three, the world didn't shut down like this. And so we see this spirit of conquering where they want to change the whole system, build back better. They want to change everything. They want to change the economy. They want to change everything, everything going AI, everything going digital. I mean, it's, I mean, they are trying to do the fourth industrial revolution. They've talked about this. Klaus Schwab lays it out big time. And it's, you can just go look up the uh, European Economic Forum. I think that's what they're called. And it gives a whole plan on there, page after page of what they want to do. By 2030, they want us to own nothing and be happy. And they're bold about it. They're, it's in your face. They want to change everything. They want everybody to stay home and get UBI, universal basic income. This is a form of conquering. So this may we may be in a, this may be part of the conquering to conquer to conquer without violence to to con- yeah people are still dying but they're dying in a non war like way so it just hit me as I'm talking about these things all these all of a sudden this guys these guys start coming ahead as part these guys may be conquering a completely different way want to get rid of the food production so many food plants have burned and stuff like this so there's a lot of things are in the process of changing right in front of our eyes right now so that's the spirit of con- Conquering, the spirit of control, the spirit of overcoming everybody and having it your way. That's what this represents. Amen. When the Lamb opened the second seal, verse 3, I heard the second living creature say, Come. Then another horse came out, a fiery red one. Its rider, gave, its rider was given power to take peace from the earth and to make men slay each other. Him was given a large sword. Man, that's easy. You know, I mean, look at the conflicts. I mean, I don't even have to list them, do I? I mean, I don't have to say Ukraine, do I? Do I have to say all of, I mean, this idea of, of peace being taken from the earth, man. I mean, there's so, I mean, there's so little peace on the earth. And people, I mean, just so much darkness and so much of this. And the peace is being taken from the earth. I mean, uh, Russia and China are doing war games that have been for a while. They would love to do away with us. Absolutely. Look at Russia with coming against Taiwan. I mean, China coming against Taiwan. There's a lot going on. And peace is being removed from the earth. Uh, when the Lamb opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come. And I looked, and there before me was a black horse. His rider was holding a pair of scales in his hand. Then I heard what sounded like a voice among the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a day's wages, and three quarts of barley for a day's wages, and do not damage the oil and the wine. This is famine and scarcity. That's happening right now. You go to see the shelves. I mean, we have we don't have hyperinflation yet, but hyperinflation will come. It has to come. It's a, an economic law. It will come. But you look at the shelves and how they've how what happened with COVID broke the supply chain because everything shut down. So now I need a part for a, a truck, and no one's working at the factory that makes the parts of these chips for these. I mean, my last truck, which brought the um, the transmission, went out in it. I haven't seen it for two months. It's gone. I don't know where it's at. I know it's in Georgia somewhere, I think. But we are seeing with the, with the breaking of the supply chain, it messed everything up. With everybody staying home, that was ridiculous. Herd immunity always works. But, oh, no, we don't want to do herd. We want to just lock everybody away. All the healthy people. They've never locked healthy people up before. They've only locked up sick people, but not healthy people. But all the healthy people stayed home, too, because they were so afraid they were going to get this thing called COVID, which was a, a strong flu. 
<laughs> hey, the Spanish influenza uh, outbreak of World War I killed 60 to 80 million people. COVID's killed about a five, something like that, as far as what they say. Not even 10% of what this, that flu, and yet the whole world, the whole world shut down over this. Again, you see what we're going, you see where we're going here? You see how this darkness is, is taking over people's minds? But again, famine and scarcity is coming. They're, they're warning about food shortages worldwide. They're talking about food shortages worldwide. First time ever, food shortages worldwide. I mean, they're, they're killing off all kinds of, they can't, they, they can't sell the beef and the pork. They're killing off uh, untold numbers of animals. Many, many, um, uh, many food producing places around the world, Ireland, other places out in this country have mysteriously caught fire and burned up. I mean... So this this could be happening right now, right in front of us, this third horseman, the third horseman. Let's continue on. When the Lamb opened the fourth seal, I heard the the voice of the fourth. Oh, one more thing. A quart of wheat for a day's wages and three quarts of barley for a day's wages. That's the inflation we see with the food prices. You know, it's getting more, it's getting more and more expensive to buy just your basic needs. And those are just basic needs. Um, uh, three, uh, quart for a quart of wheat and barley. That's, those are just basic staples. Those aren't the luxury foods, and you can't hardly afford them. So that we're seeing more of that. When the Lamb opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, Come. And I looked, and every form was a pale horse, or a mucus green-colored horse. That's the actual translation. Its rider was named Death, and Hades was death, and Hades was following close behind him. They were given power, what? Over a fourth of the earth to kill by sword, famine, plague, and by the wild beasts of the earth. That's just death, generic death. But that's only, they have only a power over a quarter of the earth. This is not the tribulation. The tribulation covers everything. So they only have a power over a fourth of the earth. Again, everything ramps up in Revelation. It's a fourth of this. And then when the, 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 the trumpet judgments come, it's a third. And then when the bowl judgments come, it's total against all the people who have received the mark of the beast. So, again, so they only have, so, and they're going to kill by sword, famine, plague, and by the wild beasts of the earth. Okay, now when the when he opened up the fifth seal, I saw in the altar the souls of those who had been slain because of the word of God and the testimony they maintained. These are the martyrs for Christ. They called out in a loud voice, How long, sovereign Lord, holy and true, until you judge the inhabitants of the earth and avenge our blood? Then each of them was given a white robe, and they were told to wait a little longer until the number of their fellow servants and brothers who were to be killed as they had been was completed. Now again, Many, there's still many, many, many martyrs coming. I mean, there's tons of Christian persecution around the world. Many people every day are dying for Christ in prison camps and in other places. And uh, North Korea puts you to death immediately. China don't play neither. And so... We're st- the, the numbers of the martyrs are increasing. There's still more coming. And during the tribulation, many, many more come. And in Revelation 7, that those that innumerable company of saints may not be a rapture. That may be just the totality of those. It may be a picture of the totality of those that are martyred during the tribulation. It may be a, a preview of that. And there's so many martyred during the tribulation, you can't count them. There's untold millions or billions that die as martyrs during the tribulation. So 
So again, this is still, and this again, this has been happening and continues to happen this day. This fifth seal that was broken is continue is continuing to happen right now. Martyrs will can be continued to be will to be added until their until their number. See, it says there will come a completion of this way. Uh, then each of them was given a white robe, and they were told to wait a little longer until the number of their fellow servants and brothers who were to be killed as they had been was completed. So there is a final count of this the number will be completed someday and then he's gonna he's gonna what's he gonna do then sovereign lord holy and true um uh how long sovereign lord holy and true unto you judge the inhabitants of the earth and avenge our blood christ is gonna come back judge the inhabitants of the earth and avenge the blood the, the battle of armageddon oh yeah he's gonna judge the inhabitants of the earth and avenge their blood at that battle and that's when the number of the martyrs ends at that point Christ does away with all of the enemies, all of his enemies um, on the earth at that time. And uh, all of the martyrs' blood will be avenged. Amen. And then have the first resurrection of the dead, where, where the martyrs during the tribulation are going to be honored. So this is this is this fifth seal is, has been happening for two, well, since the beginning. Since there's been martyrs for Christ, this is, continues on right now. It's been continuing on for 2,000 years. Now, I watch as he opened the sixth seal. Now, this, this may still be coming. This seems to be a worldwide event. And so we made this, this may be, this may be a cataclysm. This may be part of Ezekiel 38 and 39. We don't know. But now this, this may still not have happened yet. Watch this. As I watch you open the sixth seal, there was a great earthquake. The sun turned black like sackcloth made of goat hair, and the whole moon turned blood red, and the stars in the sky fell to earth as late figs dropped from a fig tree when shaken by a strong wind. The sky receded like a scroll rolling up, and every mountain and island was removed from its place. This is cataclysm here. Then the kings of the earth, the princes, the general, the rich, the mighty, and every slave and free man hid in caves among the rocks and the mountains. They called to the mountains and the rocks, Follow us, and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of the wrath has come and who can stand now again this may be out of order this may not be until because again the great earthquake that may be this may be part of at the end of uh at the end of the book of revelation i've shown you before how things jump around in here this may not be um this may not be in particular order we don't know but this event does not appear to have happened yet. There, there has not been a worldwide event like this yet. So again, it may be coming in this time, or and this may be something that introduced that 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 helps to bring uh, antichrist on the scene. We don't know. But this right now is a mystery. We're not sure what this means. And I've looked at let's see twelve six twelve the six seals seem back to the physical world. The first five generations of afraid, so the self trembles. Okay, so. This is considered a physical judgment. So, anyway, we're not sure about what this means here, right here, as far as the timing of it. But every, but the first five seals, again, may already have been opened up. We may have already seen these. These may have been or being open as we're speaking right now. We may be living through this right now. We may be living through the birth pains because everything is changing. Again, you can see see what's happening right in front of us. So again, COVID changed everything. The whole world came together as one. It was a perfect picture of the, the rule of Antichrist where everybody's going to come together at one as one body to serve you know, one set of things, which they did with COVID. The same rules, same social distancing worldwide, same mask. Everything was the same. And, and no matter the culture, the language, it was all the same. And so, again, it's Revelation 6. Again, this is radical what I'm saying here, but it makes a lot of sense 
Because again, I just cannot reconcile Revelation 6 and that first seal, the, the rider on the white horse as the Antichrist. So again, this may not be the tribulation. This just may be the physical birth pains, which line up, these physical things here line up with Matthew 24 very, very specifically. So again, just presenting a different idea here. And when I was the conquering thing with Bill Gates and all those guys, they start coming to my mind all of a sudden. So I'm going, whoa, Holy Spirit's trying to do something different here, trying to show something different. So here you go, something a little different today. So anyway, love you, love you, can't get enough of you. 20 minutes, not bad, considering I went on major diatribe in today. <laughs> and I called out names. I don't like calling out names. It's not my thing. But, you know, I, and, and again, you know, I called out Bill Gates and Warren, um, uh, George Soros. Pray for those guys. Pray that somehow God will get the, his spirit over to them. Pray that, pray for the enemies of God. Pray for these people, the Klaus Schwab's of the world. Pray that they'll have a revelation of Jesus Christ. We're supposed to pray for these cats. We don't want them to die in their sin and go to hell. God takes no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but they turn. We want these people to turn. And pray that God gets to them somehow. Absolutely pray for these people, man. They're not beyond hope yet. If they're reprobate, yes, they are. But if they're not reprobate, they're not beyond hope. So as long as they have breath in their lungs and a heartbeat, there's still hope for them. So pray for the enemies. Amen. You want to keep your heart right? Pray for these wicked people. Amen. Love you, love you. Can't get enough of you. We will talk to you next week. <laughs> Sorry a day late and a dollar short today because I was tired yesterday. Literally 12 hours of sleep, 9 to 9. Oh, my goodness, I was tired yesterday. I, in fact, I tried to go to sleep a little while ago, and I couldn't. Holy Spirit's like, get up and make your podcast, you idiot. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. What are you talking about? I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> I just got done cleaning my truck. So you get up and make your podcast. So I said, okay, I'll make my podcast. Love you. <laughs> I love he calls me an idiot says he loves me. <laughs> Child abuse. Child abuse. <laughs> love you, love you. Can't get enough of you. Appreciate you.